0: friends especially family members they'd be the most toxic Child. ones just telling y'all to be careful
1: it, it, it's really really serious to be careful especially when you're on social media you may be following people yes you're following friends and family but you're also following people that you may just cross paths with you do not know who has something against you mm-hmm. and I think that's the most scariest part about life and winning and again this comes in with imposter syndrome because it's just like you know people may be like celebrating your wins but also in the backhand like hating a little bit and it's just like dang we can't just all win together we all just can't be happy together but I think it was a good thing that you brought up Lori Harvey because my other topic from like for a different podcast episode was going to be about the difference between Lori Harvey and Asian Doll have you been seeing that that whole little
0: I'm, I'm not gonna hold you (laughs)
1: <laughs> what you don't keep away agent doll?
0: no i don't but i mean <laughs> i kind of know where you're going with this mm-hmm. as far as like what's the difference between the two like i'm guessing they both date a lot of mm-hmm. different people right. and you're like well what's the difference like how come Lori harvey can do it but how come asian doll can't yes so that's been brought up before i want to say it was me and one of my other guy friends he used another person as an example i can't think of who it is right now but i think the difference is that like How Lori Harvey carries herself. I don't know how Asian Doll carries herself. Frankly, I don't.
1: I'll give you a background. Give me background, please. So the background is, child. (laughs) So basically, Asian Doll does the same thing as Lori Harvey. She dates. She does this, that, and the third. But she publicly announced everything. She goes on Twitter. She's talking about how she already loves that person, how she's this, that, and a third. She knows this man. She does this. She does that. Everybody knows her every move. And I'm not saying, because a lot of people, the difference between them two, she was just like, it's a colorism thing. I'm not going to lie. Do I feel like there is a little bit of colorism in it? Yes. But majority of the reason is because Lori Harvey moves in silence. Yes, I do agree with you on that one.
0: And... I was trying to argue about that when I was just going to say, like, Lori Harvey, I'm pretty sure, is a little bit more classier when it comes to it, just because she does move in silence and, like, she protects her peace and Mm -hmm. she doesn't rearrange her schedule. And let's just even throw, like, Meghan Markle in there. Like, if we're talking Mm -hmm. about, like, colorism, it's Mm -hmm. just, like – you know, they're both on, the like, the lighter spectrum. And so, with that being said, they both, Lori Harvey and Meghan Markle kind of did the same thing. where it's just I like, don't you know, know much
1: about Meghan Markle.
0: Okay. Well, they kind of did the same thing. Like, they okay. would date around with different people, but it was just, like, they didn't tell their next move. And then also, it was, like, they didn't let these men, like, rearrange their schedules either. Like, they were focused on themselves. They invested into themselves. And also, they did not, they saw themselves as the prize and not the right. man as the prize. And so, I feel like with Asians all, like, getting on social media, like, kind of you know, putting him out there, like, saying all the things that she does. It's like, mm-hmm. is he doing the same thing for her? Exactly. That's the thing.
1: And I feel like also, too, Lori Harvey is very strategic with who she dates mm-hmm. because I've realized after she's done breaking up with it and all that stuff like that, it's never no back drama. Like, we don't see Michael B. Jordan on Twitter going crazy, on, <laughs> you know, Instagram Live acting a fool. Like, we don't see that. It seems like... And I don't know the background, you know what I'm saying? But it always seems like in social media aspect that her breakups kind of end pretty gracefully.
0: But then I also heard that she makes them sign NDAs.
1: Well, that yes. would make sense, too, because nobody ever speaks after she's done breaking up with them.
0: Exactly. I think that's another issue, too. She's mm-hmm. very strategic, and I love that, too. I love it, too. Shoot, I'm a regular person. I don't make people sign NDAs. You got to be boy. strategic
1: with these new beginnings, okay? Especially with your peas. You really do. So, yes, now you bring that up and it's just like, I heard
0: a long time ago that she probably makes people do that. And I'm just like, this mm-hmm. all makes sense because she's dated a lot of different people and none of them have ever spoke on what went on in the relationship and how it ended. Yes. And I think that's why people are so fascinated with her is because she's desired by not only men and also women because they just want to know, like, what is it about her? Mm-hmm. How she have the ick factor? Mm-hmm. And so when you have people curious about who you are and what you do, more people are going to want to like, be connected with you for that reason.
1: But I think she also is strategic, too, because she's not just dating any and everybody.
0: She's dating the hot commodity. Right,
1: exactly. And, I mean... I haven't really seen her dibble dabble in like a lot of sports men either. Because that could be a lot too. I feel like the men that she dates, besides, you know, future and Trey Songs, when she's gotten more into like the Michael B. Jordan, who's she dating now? Damon, Damon? I don't even know who it is. I never heard of him before, but he You've does. you never heard of him? No. I think he looks good
0: though. But I'm not gonna lie, Future? You would date Future?
1: I would never date Future. Okay. Ever.
0: Maybe I maybe I'm the only
1: person. Oh, girl, but real <laughs>
0: Okay, I, I wouldn't take him seriously. I would I
1: would go on a few dates, but I wouldn't take him seriously.
0: But future Yeah future
1: Yeah I can't I can't do it And and it's not even just the cheating I just feel like It's a lot of things I just I don't know I would see him as a friend though Like he seems like somebody I would go out and Yeah Chill with A few dates A few dates But I wouldn't take him seriously though Right but
0: just like a few dates with him, but mm. not none too serious. Trey Song's definitely, no. 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 Trey
1: Song has a lot going on right now too. too. much. Too much. <laughs> I don't even think he'll be able to make the date. But <laughs> besides
0: that, like, yes, her lineup looks very great. Now, the new guy she's dating, I've never heard of him. Do you want to give some background on him?
1: Okay, I'm surprised you never heard of him, first of all. When I, I tell you I'm in my him.
0: own bubble, I I don't even know what's going on. I just, I be in my own bubble. I go uh-huh. to work, I go to bed. <laughs> That's really, I don't really spend that much time on social media. Mm -hmm. Like, I may spend like an hour a day. If it's not posted on the Timeline, it's not posted on someone's story. Mm -hmm. I promise you, I don't know what goes on. Even when it comes to the news, I don't have cable. If it's not on Netflix or Hulu, I don't know. Period,
1: because I don't have cable either. So, I definitely understand that. But a little bit about him, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't know if it's Damien, Dameson. I don't know. But I love him, he's an actor. Okay, he acts in the show Snowfall. I don't know if you've ever heard of Snowfall. Okay,
0: Snowfall is like, um, is it almost like Narcos? And... Yes, it's okay, like a druggy see, show. See, I don't be getting into drug
1: dealer shows. You uh, don't? That's no. like my, I love drug dealer when shows. When I tell you,
0: I watch the same comfort shows. What you be watching? Bro. Ooh, what <laughs> don't,
1: you be watching? Don't judge me.
0: <laughs> don't judge me because a lot of black people judge me for the shows that I watch. What? But my top three shows of all time. What? Friends. Friends is number 1. Don't do that face. Don't do that face. I'm done. Seinfeld. I don't know if you heard of Seinfeld. You watch?
1: I've heard of it but I've never watched I it. Love is that it. like a scientific show?
0: No, Seinfeld is like he's like a he was like a comedian back in like the 80s, 90s and okay. it's dry humor. And like number 3, like I love Full House.
1: Girl, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you my kind of my kind of shows. I mean, people might think this is ghetto, but it's whatever. I love drug shows. Like I love full. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love Snowfall. I love Power. I love BMS. Oh my god!
0: No, no. Let me tell you something. What? So. The people who I've dated, like they love power. they love B M F. Yes, and so like I wouldn't watch it because it's just very gruesome. I can't, I can't do all the killings and really? guns. Sh- I can't do all that. Like I don't know something about it. It just makes me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, it Were gives you- me anxiety because it's like I don't know what's gonna happen next. I don't want to find out. So <laughs> I usually stick to my comfort shows. Uh-huh. Um, but for the most part, like, I know about these shows. I know what goes on. Mm-hmm. Do I watch it? No, I may have watched, like, one episode of Power, or I may Uh have, like, heard it in the background. Like, I think when Ghost, he was in jail, and he killed someone with, like, a cylinder block. Yes.
1: Bro, no. After that, I was like, no, never again. (laughs) See, I need to expand my horizon. I'm not going to lie. I need to watch, you know, more shows like what you watch. No, you don't have to. No, I'm not saying I have to, but I know... Because I do have a problem with just, like, strictly sticking in my own zone, especially when it comes to, like, black movies, black shows, whatever the case may be. And my friends were like, Jaya, you need to get out of the chokehold of BET. Because I literally, like, only watch those type of shows, those type of movies, whatever the case may be. And I need to, like, expand my
0: horizon. But
1: see. I do know that.
0: Here's the thing, though. I didn't really grow up watching BET like that. Really? Like, 106 in Park, yes. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, the movies, like, I never liked Baby Boy. Oh I. God. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I just could I just didn't like it. Outside of that, like BT, like black shows, like I just really didn't grow up watching them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I just felt like the humor, like, I really couldn't resonate with it. Right. And, See, yeah. Oh, oh no, go ahead. But you know? even like going in a predominantly black area, it's just like, you know, like I resonate with black. I don't know if uh-huh. I have to say this, but it's just like, <laughs> but with the shows, it's just like, no, I just don't find it funny. Like, I just grew up like watching what what my mother watched, and so that was Friends, Seinfeld, Full House. I mm-hmm. feel like all the little corny white shows. You watch yeah. any reality TV? Oh, no, I never got into reality <laughs> TV like that. But I'm not gonna lie, y'all don't judge me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do watch the Kardashians from time to time. I love the Kardashians. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. They, We're on the same page with that that. kind of
1: inspires me and motivates me too. I watch the Kardashians and it motivates me
0: because it's the fact that like Kim went from that to that, and now That's she's at saying. Harvard Business School. I'm like, it. it We was at the same place. We was at the same place. It's just like, if she could do that, that should motivate y'all. Y'all could
1: do whatever Mm y'all aspire to do, like at that point. I'm not going to lie, and I know this might seem weird, but I kind of get a sense of motivation from the drug shows. And I know this might sound crazy. Well, I'm going to say, because it only resonates with me because it's my background. Mm -hmm. So coming from the background that they come from in a lot of the drug shows, a lot of them start off, you know, you know, what I'm saying that the hood or whatever case say be and a lot of my family members came from that. That's just that was my childhood. That's just where I come from. And so I don't know what it is about those shows because I had to think deeper about it the other day because somebody was asking me, why do I always watch stuff like that? And I was like, well, I don't know. It kind of just like motivates me for some reason, which in a weird way, because I know they're selling drugs and they're getting in trouble. But the the. The hustle is what motivates me because it's like when you come from a place like that, it's a lot of people that's trying to bring you down or it's a lot of people that are super stagnant. And again, this goes into the topic that we're talking about today. It's a lot of people that's super stagnant. So when you make it out, it doesn't matter however you make it out. You're just trying to make it out. And I think that was a big thing for me in my life is just like, you know, coming from where I'm coming from, coming from my family, whatever the case may be, all I wanted to do was make it out. It doesn't matter how I got it done. I just wanted to do it. And I don't know what it is about those shows, but like when they come from here all the way into like success and yes, they did it in a bad way, but like they're they were, they're they're making there. it and they're, they got all this money and they really, really push and they're super, super smart because a lot of people take – Take away the fact that a lot of those people from those neighborhoods are extremely, extremely smart. If they had the ability and, like, if they had the ways and, like, the education and the money to do it, they'll be able to get where they need to get. But I don't know what it is, but it kind of motivates me.
0: So picking up from that, Mm -hmm. how you were saying basically, like, very intelligent, but they just didn't have a way to kind of get to college. Exactly, And that reminds me a lot of people from, like, how I grew up and where I was from because a lot of people, very intelligent in the gifted program, honors program, but guess what? They couldn't afford to go to school. Exactly, And it's just like a mind is a great thing to waste. And it's the fact that like you should be where I'm at and you deserved it more. And it's just like, that's really crazy. But the only difference is I'm here where I'm at today is because I had parents that paid for it Mm -hmm. and I'm not first gen. And my mother has a whole master's degree. Like I was going to be here regardless.
1: Period.
0: So, and it just, it, I always think about that periodically, where it's just like, dang, like, I have friends who very intelligent, but it's just like they couldn't afford to go to school, yeah. or also with mental health, like, with how they grew up, and it was just a lot that goes into it. Right. And so, I can see how you resonate with those shows, yeah. and I see, like, why you watch it, and, like, <laughs> yeah. I see why <laughs> I you know watch it. I know it's crazy. But, yeah, like, there's a lot that goes into mm-hmm. it, so, yeah, I do think about that, too, and... Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I just can't get into the show. No, I get what you're saying, but
1: I mean, I think it's a big thing for people to understand and to see, yes, we come from different backgrounds, but it's just the way of how People got out of their situation mm-hmm. and granted yes you know however however much she had you know support or however much I had support all of that stuff doesn't matter because on the outside looking in it may look like we live we may live similar lifestyles but you don't know where people are coming from yeah and so that's why you shouldn't like hate on the next person about what they got going on because at the end of the day you don't know where people came from you don't know how hard they work you don't know anything really you know what I'm saying so speaking of like and then I, we'll close it out after this because I know Coming up to time, but speaking of people, like, making people feel bad about what they have, do you feel like anybody in your corner has been, ever made you feel bad about, like, your success?
0: Personally, no. I never really had that issue. I know that's, that's, good. that's not probably the answer you were looking
1: for. Oh, but no, no. I'm not looking for any answer. I'm just looking for the answers you um, give me.
0: No, no one's ever made me feel bad for, like, mm-hmm. what I have. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, I work very hard for everything that I do have, mm-hmm. and not everyone, like... Not everyone knows, like, how I got to where I am. And, like, trust me, I cried a lot. (laughs) I cried a lot just to try to, like, get to where I'm at today. So not everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. And there's only a few people in my life currently where it's just, like, they see me, like, they see the background of everything. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, no, no one has made me feel bad about my success and everything that I have and everything that I worked for. Good. And
1: And that's what it should be. I think even when you just said, you know, that's not the answer I'm looking for, no, I want that answer as in, no, nobody has ever made me feel bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it shouldn't be regular for anybody to make you feel bad about your success because like you said again, you worked hard to get to where you are and I think it needs to be normalized to have a support group.
0: Exactly. You know, so
1: no, I would never look for, you know, that type of thing because at the end of the day, it needs, people need to see more of somebody having a stable support group and something healthy to where people are uplifting you and no one's like, you know, hating on you or praying for your downfall, you know?
0: Exactly. That's really important. I know a lot of times like there are, there is a little toxicity within, like, support groups and friend groups. And, like, they'll make you feel bad. Like, oh, my gosh, you make this tax bracket. Why mm-hmm. aren't you don- donate more money? Why aren't you helping out this person? it's just like, this is my money. I can do whatever I want with it. You know what right. I mean? So you should never make people be- feel bad for – Making a certain amount of money Mm -hmm. and, like, what they're doing with it. Like, don't be in my pockets. That has nothing to do with
1: you. Don't be in my pockets. That's a big thing. Please don't be in my pockets, especially just because what you see on the Internet does not mean anything. Don't be counting my pockets Mm -hmm. and trying to pick up on what I'm doing. Don't do that.
0: Exactly. Like, obviously, like, I feel like no one should ever, like, disclose their salary or how much they make and what they do with their money. Now, if they want to assume what you do with it or, like, how much you make via social media because they always see you traveling Mm -hmm. and whatnot, like, people always assume how much I make just because they always see me catching flights or Mm -hmm. buying certain things or
1: just always eating out. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, you don't know how much money I'm making. At all. And you don't know. I mean, this is the lifestyle that you feel like you deserve to live, and that's okay. Why do we have to be penny-pinched right now? Exactly.
0: Like, it's just, like, I'm a single woman. I have no children. I have no ties to anything. So it's just like I'm just living the life the best way I can. I'm only 22 for, what, three more months? I'm living my best life. So it's just like you're only in your 20s once. Live it the best of your ability.
1: You Mm. know what I mean? I think that's a great way to close it out. This was a good conversation. I know it may have seemed like topics all over the place, but new beginnings cause a lot of things to be all over the place. I mean, when it comes to, you know, Planning out your life when it comes to imposter syndrome, when it comes to dating. I mean, there's just so many things when you're going on to your new route. So y'all make sure that y'all take these gems that me and Cher are dropping with y'all right now because these are extremely, extremely important. Plan out those goals. Plan out what you want to do. Don't feel bad about the place that you're in right now. Pray about the place that you're in right now. Pray about your mindset and pray to keep rising. Surround yourself around good people. Do you have any tips other than that to close this Let all out. Let me see. I was going to say you covered you covered everything mm-hmm. for
0: the most part. I would say like everything that I mentioned in this podcast like please just take take our advice. Yes. And just honestly like the key takeaway is to honestly just focus on yourself and mm-hmm. everything will fall into pray, place. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know you mentioned about like praying, manifesting, mm-hmm. like even we were talking about like making your vision board like just pour back into yourself, invest yeah. in yourself. I promise you everything will fall into place and you will like, gain all the answers that you need to be successful. That's
1: right, period. Well, thank you so much, Cher. Make sure that y'all rate this podcast five stars. Don't forget it. Y'all already know. Over here on Child Please, a mother's diary, we keep it all the way real and raw. So I'll see y'all next time. Bye.